Because, well, our mom decided to let it rains, which is cruel, but uh, it's fine. They need encouragement. They had some great conversation in scripture the other night, and I said, well, we'll do a podcast on it. And they're like, well, we need a couple more scriptures, and then they skipped a day, and I'm like, okay, so today we're doing a podcast, and I'm like, that's not fair. Of course like, oh, it is. Yeah. But it is. So my beautiful daughters are going to take the lead, and I'll jump in wherever the Lord tells me to jump in. Yeah, so basically, my sisters and I were talking about just some of our kind of favorite verses, verses that are incredibly romantic. Um, and as we read them, I'm sure you'll probably get the imp- the same impression that we get, yeah. why they're <laughs> <So> romantic. <sweet. laughs> yeah. And um, that's really just what we wanted to share. I know that the verses that I'm going to share are some of my favorites. Even though I haven't worked on memorizing them, <laughs> they're still my favorites for yeah. some of them. So who wants to start off? Oh, me, 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 me. Joss, you can okay. start off. Yeah, I'm going to be in Isaiah, because that's some of the... It's just so beautiful. So... <laughs> The first one is Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2 through 4, and it says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave, I give Egypt as a ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. Oh, mm. that I mean, is just that like is precious. Yeah, that's just it's bring tears to the eyes. <laughs> I like that these verses they kind of don't really need any explanation. You just right. listen. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the heart in a way that yeah, most people want. So, with these scriptures that y'all are reading, does it? confirm God's love for you? Is it a desire that you want to see in a future husband to be the way that God actually expects a man to be? I mean, what jumps out at you about some of these scriptures that you're reading tonight or have read that means so much to you? Oh, jeepers. (laughs) I, I know that for me, these scriptures, they're, I guess, intimate and they kind of, I mean, they bring me hope, because as in a, a later passage that I'm going to read, it's God's faithfulness, and it's God's love, and it's about how God acts towards us, and it's yeah. hope, and that's things that I, I like, and I, yeah. I mean, that just touches, it hits me right in the feels of some people <laughs> say. <laughs> It's poignant. The way only the Bible could. (laughs) Yeah. And so it just kind of, um, I think that a lot of times, some people, they might only focus on God's love, and some people might only focus on God's judgment. And this is just kind of, it's something that you don't hear often. Yeah. You know, it's not how people talk about God. Right. It's, I mean, how the Bible describes God. Well, God is our Father. Mm -hmm. Right. He is 
a husband to the widow, and he is Father's the, the fatherless. And, and, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he is. He fills those voids mm-hmm. that a lot of people deal with. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. a lot of people suffer through mm-hmm. and right. have to get through. So yeah. I'm glad that you girls are doing this. Okay, so. <laughs> who next? You? Oh, sure. sure. I don't care. I'll go next. Kind of a. I was thinking about this verse with kind of a spur of moment mm-hmm. decide on reading. The first first Samuel chapter one verse eight. And then it says, Then said Elkanah her husband to her, Hannah, why weepest thou? And why eatest thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? Mm-hmm. And Mom, you had made a comment a while a little while ago on how that's kind of like God's relationship with us mm-hmm. in a way. So it's a nice verse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like how the Bible kind of describes marriage. It's like, well, I don't know. Some of these examples about marriage are really good examples on how I want my marriage to be. <laughs> yeah. It's like, am I it's not actually enough? how it's it like, should yeah, be. Right. Right. Yeah. If you're not unequally yoked with somebody, as I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know if the mic caught We're not going to go there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the expectation. And people are like, you have high expectations. Well, yeah. Because yeah. God is my expectation. Yeah. Right? That's who I look to. He is the example. And that's how men mm-hmm. should be living. Mm-hmm. With God as their example. Yeah. Real men, not ones that wear skinny jeans. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Anyways, we won't we won't go there. That, that's that's another yeah. That's another podcast. <laughs> this is we'll, we'll jump into the the male and female roles. And by the way, there's only two sexes, <laughs> two genders. Yeah, all right, female. All right, moving on. But okay, my turn. So this, I don't know why I struggle to find this <laughs> section, but every time I want to find it, I struggle to find it. <laughs> it is the most bizarre thing. But when I do find it, I enjoy reading it, at least a few times. But it's in Job, and most people know about Job. But it's Job chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. And he says, But I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the end he will stand on the dust. Even after my skin has been destroyed, yet I will see God in my flesh. I will see him myself. My eyes will look at him, and not as a stranger." My heart longs within me. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, no matter what, there's hope that my Redeemer lives. And this is before Jesus was born. Yeah. yeah. And so it's already this hope, and that's something that I really like. Yeah. It's just the hope that, well, you know, even after I'm dead, or before I die, or something, I will yeah. still see my Redeemer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, uh, again, that's one of my, my favorites. <laughs> okay, back to you, Joss. Okay. Uh, the next one is Isaiah, uh, chapter 62, verse 12, and it says, And they shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you shall be called sought out, a city not forgotten. Ooh. Wow. Sought out. Sought out, a city not forgotten. Yeah. Wow. You know, a few of these talks a lot about God not forgetting his people, which 
I find that very touching. <laughs> I will get teary-eyed. <laughs> Hits you right in the field. Yeah. So hard. <laughs> so, so hard. Well, when, when people deal with rejection on a, a bunch of different levels, whether mm-hmm. it's a loss of a friend mm-hmm. or, you know, moving around a lot or loss of a parent or, you know, a brother, family members not being around anymore, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm that reassurance that God is always there not only is comforting but it just reveals how much he loves each of his children who we are and he's not going to desert us Mm -hmm. abandon us or reject us as long as we stay on course with him so it's really kind of a reassurance and and comforting. Are you okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so sweet. We'll get through this. (laughs) Izzy, do you have another one? Oh, you can go ahead. Okay. (laughs) This next one is going to be in Psalm, and a couple of my favorite Psalms are actually 37, and then Psalm 73, which is odd. They're very similar, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, they kind of talk about the same thing. But in Psalm verse 70, or chapter 73, verses 21 through 26, says, when I became embittered and my innermost being was wounded, I was stupid and didn't understand. I was an unthinking animal toward you. Yet I am always with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you will take me up in glory. Who do I have in heaven but you? And I desire nothing on earth but you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. Oh, wow. I like that one because even, I mean, we can get angry at God and we can kind of go our own way, but it's like, you know, if you're really saved, God doesn't let go of his children. Right. And so it's like, you're going to probably do some stupid things, but God's going to teach us and he's going to counsel us and he's not going to let us go mm-hmm. so far. Right. And that is comforting because, I mean, I wish I could say I follow God perfectly my whole life, <laughs> but that isn't true. And I can and be a testament that God does hold on to the ones that he loves. Yeah. Yeah. Because I shouldn't even be here today. Yeah. So I know that God held on to me and protected me from a lot of stuff and let me go through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different paths that God could have allowed us to go down, but he yeah. didn't. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's his faithful love. Yeah. yeah. And that's his mercy and his kindness, his patience, and on and on and on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that was my second passage. Josh! Yes. I, I have quite a few. So, <laughs> so my, or the next one is still in Isaiah, chapter 44, verse 21 through 22. And it says, Remember these things, O Jacob and Israel, for you are my servant. I formed you. You are my servant. O Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud, and your sins like mist. Return to me, for I, ha- for I have redeemed you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's lovely. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so lovely. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. God gives us the opportunity. He redeems us, so we get to fall back into this love that we have with God, which mm-hmm. he always tells us to go back to your first love. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. God. Yeah. And, um, and people have sorely forgotten that yeah they love the world they love technology they love their money they love their 
power. They love all this stuff. And they've missed the point of who God is in the midst of it and have decided that God isn't as as important Mm -hmm. as all these meaningless things of which none you can take to heaven with you or even hell, Mm -hmm. depending on where you go. You don't get to take any of that with you. Right, yeah. So people have really watered down the meaning meaning of love. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, when you read the Bible and it says, you know, to have or you know the gifts of the Spirit, and the most important is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that is the most Im- important. Well, the thing about love, and this is where people get it wrong, love is about sacrifice. If mm-hmm. you love somebody, you sacrifice mm-hmm. for them. You give up. Whatever you may want so that they can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus gave up his life yeah. so we could have life eternal mm-hmm. in heaven with our Heavenly Father. Right. Right. For God so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten Son. Right. And whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting right. life. Yeah. So it's about sacrifice. If someone's not willing to sacrifice whatever their wants and desires are you know, so you can see some sort of benefit or some sort of growth or some sort of encouragement or some gain of some sort, they don't actually love you. Yeah. When you think about the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is honestly about love. When you truly, truly love someone, you will do whatever you need to do mm-hmm. to... Show them that you love them. Yeah. Right. And that's why even, and we'll, again, this will be another podcast, but one thing about husbands, God says husbands are to sacrifice like Jesus sacrificed for the church. Yeah, marriage is supposed to be a reflection of what God has done for us, for his church. Right. And and not that it's one-sided because women have emasculated men and have belittled them and have not done their part either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But men are supposed to be the leads. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be the the spiritual leaders. They're supposed to lead in general. And women are to come alongside of them mm-hmm. and they are to work together. They're supposed right. to help. They were all created differently. Men are created one way. Women are created the other way. And there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Is because we, when we come together, we are unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with how things are nowadays, mm-hmm. everybody thinks that they can, if they're a man, they can become a woman and vice versa. And that is not how God created it to be. Yeah. So it doesn't work that way. Right. And it doesn't ever, ever pan out. Mm-hmm. I don't care how hard you work. Or what you do. It will never, ever, ever be successful. Yeah. Right. So, anyways. Another, in, another podcast. <laughs> two cents. My, you know, my voice. Sorry. <laughs> Proceed. You guys are doing a wonderful job. <laughs> you said that you jump in. That's I, totally I did fine. say that. It takes the pressure off of us. Oh, good. You get to rethink yeah. and regroup. And, okay. Yeah. Now you may continue. Sorry. Well, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I have like two left. <laughs> so the next one is Isaiah chapter sixty-four, verse eight, and it says, 
But now, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the cl- we are the clay, and you are our Potter. We are all the work of your hands. Yep. Yeah. Of your hand. Yeah. yeah. No, wow. we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being fo- formed and molded and worked and yeah. I mean God's job or what He's doing in us hasn't been completed yet. Right. But we're not in the oven yet. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not made perfect yet. Yeah. We're still a work in progress and. I mean, God's not going to abandon the work of his hands. Right. He's still doing something in us. Yeah. Even if they're broken pieces, God still mends it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes yeah, time. It takes time. But as long yeah. as you're not stubborn, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he sure does. But I'm going to go next. Okay. Um, in Hosea, when I first, that I can remember, read this verse, I've always remembered it. And I think that is... To me, one of the most beautiful verses, but in Hosea 2, chapter, oh my gosh, chapter 2, verse 14, it says, Therefore, I am going to persuade her, lead her to the wilderness, and speak tenderly to her. That probably sounds kind of weird out of context, but I know, like, as a girl, (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I start swooning. (laughs) It's just like, okay, I'm going to take her out. Of where she is, bring her to the middle of nowhere, and then I'm just going to, like, speak tenderly to her. And then, in an alternate kind of translation, it says, speak to her heart. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I did that. Yeah. On the inside, I'm just gushy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's nice to feel loved that way. Not yeah. used. Yeah. And not abused, but somebody that takes the time to take you out of your situation, mm-hmm. which probably isn't pleasant, yeah. and bring you to someplace quiet and peaceful mm-hmm. where you don't have to worry about the outside world. And he's just sitting there loving on you, yeah, speaking encouragement to you, yeah, speaking I mean, that, to your heart, yeah, not and just what's at important you. to you, yeah, because he's paid attention, he listens, he listens, <laughs> um, but that's who God is. He knows who you are, yeah. He knows the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. That's why he speaks to you. Yeah. You're just all gooey. You know? <laughs> I'm gooey. Yeah, I'm gooey. Are you okay? She's oven. all teary-eyed. I want to give her a hug, but she's on the other side of the couch. Yeah, so. yeah little Izzy here. Little... <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> but that's something that I want. I want yeah. so much more. It has to be interesting <laughs> on, like, a very deep level. <laughs> Not, like, narcissistic and... You know, fleshy level stuff. You want yeah. the deep, you yeah. know, Christ like stuff. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. stuff that does last a lifetime. Yeah, so. even when looks fade, even when you get older and you're yeah. not quite as smoking as you once was. <laughs> it's actual love. It's the soul. It's yeah. It's right. the important stuff. The stuff that's actually going to last. Yeah. yeah, not the temporal stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, what do you got, Jess? <laughs> One more. It is Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15b. It says, Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this could be a cry fest. <laughs> God doesn't forget. Even the ones that walk away from him, he will never forget those. Yeah. And he doesn't forget those that are still with him. Mm -hmm. He holds on to them even tighter. 
but he does go after the ones that he knows can be saved. Yeah. yeah. He I mean, gives them a little bit of line and tries to reel them back, you know, but God also says that if you refuse to listen to me, I'm going to let you, I'm going to yeah. let you go. Yeah, God wants everyone to be saved. Yeah. I think it's in Romans, Paul was talking about um, God's kindness is meant to bring us to repentance. Yeah. And that's something in Hosea 2, it talks about Israel's adultery. Yeah. And how basically she took everything that God gave her and was, I mean, played the adulteress. Took everything that God gave her and gave it to other gods, other lovers. Mm -hmm. And then that verse, you know, 14 comes and it's like, but take her from there, bring her to the wilderness where it's nothing, and there I will speak to her. Mm-hmm. Gonna just slip in my other verse. But I mean, it's just something absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's just, I mean, the Bible is also like this great romance story. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's many a, things. love letters mm-hmm. to his children. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they really are. Yeah. And they're instructions for his children. Mm-hmm. I mean, this literally, the Bible literally is the ultimate survival yeah. love story book. <laughs> yeah. It sounds weird, but it really is. He tells us exactly what we need to do to get to where we need to go. Mm-hmm. He tells us and he warns us, if you do this, then... But if you do this, then this will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he pours out his heart and his mercy and his grace and his love and says, because I love you, mm-hmm. this is what I've done. Yeah. Or this is what I'm willing to do. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible is the only book that will teach you about war and love at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what it's both really mean. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you were just... The Bible could kind of fall under any category. I mean, it's action yeah. and adventure. It could kind of be <laughs> horror in some... Revelation. Yeah, yeah, Revelation and Daniel and basically any of the prophets. Then it's yeah. romance. You have these select verses. Then, of course, you have, like, Song of Solomon. Ruth. And Ruth. Yeah. And you have mm-hmm. Esther. And yeah. You have all of these different genres in one book. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. the ultimate book. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Plus advice and instructions. And, and wisdom. It's everything. And history. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And history. And prophecy. And, and of future. What's yeah. yeah, past, present, and future. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And oddly enough, and the irony of it, it is, the Bible is the most stolen book. Yeah, I was just thinking about <laughs> it. It's the most shoplifted book. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, the irony of that, <laughs> there are no words. Yeah. They steal the Bible, turn to Exodus, realize, oh, thou shalt not steal. <laughs> yeah. They didn't bring it back, though. Yeah, they but didn't then bring it back. They skip the New Testament and repent. Yeah. Yeah. Here's hoping that's what happened. But hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. But I mean, really praise God ironic. for giving us the Bible. Yeah. And for giving us this physical help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he fills us with this Holy Spirit. And he has also given us his word, which yeah. is pretty amazing. Yeah, reassurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, oh, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to say something real quick, and something that we've been seeing firsthand, even though it's been sort of slow, God moves in his own time, but God can bring anybody back, especially mm-hmm. anybody that is willing to be brought back to him. Mm-hmm. Nobody is completely hopeless, and that's what we've been seeing through our family and people that 
core you work with mm-hmm. and other people, mm-hmm. yeah. God can bring people back as long as you have faith and the other person's willing. Yeah, I mean, just keep praying for them. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing that for so long for some of our family members, and they're finally coming <laughs> back to God, and it's like, wow, only God could have done this. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is awesome, so praise God. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. believe. <laughs> don't, don't give up hope. Not yet. Yeah. yeah. God can so, save you. He can save anyone. Yeah. 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 It's just a, a sobering reality. Right. Yeah. And if God could save Saul turned Paul, yeah. he could save anybody. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. Well, you girls did a great job. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I was kind of a on-the-fly podcast, but I, and I kind of put the girls on the spot. Mm-hmm. But it's good for them to jump in and take lead on on stuff too and I saw I caught all three of them around the table and I'm like what are y'all doing they're like we're writing scriptures and reading scriptures about love (laughs) perfect (laughs) guess what you'll be leading the next podcast and they're like no you're leading it (laughs) so we pray that these scriptures and obviously there's hundreds of thousands of more scripture but These are just some that the girls wanted to share, and we pray that they blessed you. And uh, I'm sure we'll be back here soon and talking about all sorts of (laughs) crazy stuff. And um, we love y'all and praying for you, and God bless y'all, and God bless America.